0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. As always, I am so grateful, thankful, and appreciative to have each and every one of you guys here. I do feel like I am on borrowed time right now, and I think I mentioned this a couple times since having Conley, but I actually have both boys down right now, but I'm home alone. And... I've typically the last couple weeks been able to record on the weekends, so I have two monitors going. Both the sounds are off, and so we're really hoping that I can manage to actually tell if the boys are crying or need me. Kaden, I've got figured out. He is totally fine, but Conley, you guys, good thing this episode is on postpartum and how I am doing and just that postpartum update because I'm still obviously in the thick of it, and you know what? One thing I learned after you have a kiddo, you're always postpartum, but if you guys did hear my postpartum episode episode two years ago, I like to um, kind of address it from, like, right out of the gates, but to give myself a couple weeks. So, we are three and a half weeks postpartum, which is just wild Um Time crawls sometimes, but it also goes so dang fast. So anyways, that is what today's episode is about. I'll be diving in in a moment, but per usual, just reminding you guys about my monthly giveaways. And I wanted to announce um, last month's uh, monthly giveaways for all of my podcast listeners. I did do a giveaway for um, doing reviews on Amazon for my book as well as uh, just any of you guys who do choose to support me through my Vitality link or using my Vitality code as well as my First Form link. That does support me directly and I appreciate you guys so, so much. Um, All of that information can be found down below. You just forward me your confirmation to hello at and That enters you into my giveaway. But I also want you guys to know that Every download, every like, every comment, it means so much, um, which I think I'll dive into a little bit more. Just in this uh, episode, but we had Madison and Miranda. You guys won those giveaways. I know I have chatted with you guys through email, but I just cannot thank you guys enough for reading my book and reviewing it and purchasing from my links. It's just, I don't know, it's wild. You know, social media can be such a crazy place, but it can also um, be this really awesome place for community. And as you guys know, you have been my community, you have been my supporters, you have allowed me to just be me, unload my dirty laundry, and um, I don't know, all of the above. So I briefly mentioned that I am going to, or I've been trying to figure out how I want to dive deeper into this community. And I want it to be very organized, um, very organized from a another uh, new mom perspective or a mom of two perspective and all of that. But I am going to figure out how I can start doing Zoom calls. Um, so stay tuned because I really want to, see your guys' faces. I want to have chats with all of you. I want to feel like it's more of a community, And social media has just been a space that's changing, which is totally fine. Things evolve. Things change. I've changed. My platform has changed. And I have to understand that. But I also need to protect my mental health. And I also want to be able to give more. Um, I've been talking about that for the last year. I know that helping people and I know that connection is where I thrive. And I just know that I'm made for more. But I'm still figuring that out. And I think that's really important for any of you guys listening. If you've read my book, um, We Don't Have to Be 30 and Figure It Out, I am... 33 years old, you guys, Casey is going to be 38, which is still so young, but both of us were like, oh wait, we're not 30 yet. (laughs) Like, you know, you're just, I don't know, you have that age in your head that, I don't know, you think you stay forever. I'm 23 forever, by the way. But uh, anyways, I want to lean into that and really figure out what that means. I feel like for the last few years, I've really leaned into my book and figuring out how that aligns with uh, my platform and just getting it Done, and now that it's done, it's just so awesome to get those emails and those messages from you guys. But further hearing how you guys are connecting with me, and I want to dive deeper into that. So stay tuned. Um, I want to. It probably won't happen until the new year. Um, maybe I'll do a few before, but I want it to be a very organized. Um, I don't know, an organized thing, so you guys can like rely on it, kind of like my podcast. Hot mess when I record, but <laughs> you guys know every Tuesday it is available. So anyway, stay tuned for that. So without further ado. We have my postpartum update. So I'm three and a half weeks postpartum. I feel like I can have her like give that sigh of relief a little bit because if you've been following me on Instagram, I have, I don't want to say the worst because I, I can't compare it to others, but I have horrible baby blues so if you don't know what baby blues are I had no idea thankfully they did inform us the first time I left the hospital with Caden and I think it's because we were in the NICU we had to have like a different um, exit routine if you will like we had to watch videos in order to take Caden home because it was just different protocol for a NICU baby which I think is interesting you just get sent home with this kid and you're like oh wait like you're allowing me to do this I haven't had any classes or certifications to take home a human life, you know? So anyways, new mamas, you do figure it out. You have this parental instinct. You do make mistakes and just give yourself grace, but baby blues are the first 14 days. So sometimes you experience extreme depression or anxiety or emotional highs and lows. Some people have beautiful first 14 days. Like that is their experience is almost like euphoria. I've heard a few people have that where it's just straight up this is the biggest, you know, blessing and it feels so amazing. I can tell you, it's the biggest blessing ever. But unfortunately, my emotions and my mental health goes the other way. I go very much into anxiety and potentially a little bit of depression. Um and now looking back, I think that after Kaden, I think I actually did have postpartum depression, but I didn't recognize it. I didn't realize it. I think that I knew I had baby blues. There were 14 days of just crying and I'll chat more about like specific thoughts and emotions that I have had this time around because they're very similar to my first time. But I think with Caden, I also went into it from a perspective of, oh, like this is going to be hard. And, um, you know, I'm supposed to figure it out and I am the, the mom I'm supposed to biologically be wired to be able to do it all, to be able to, be the mom, be the, the 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 food for the baby, the energy, still take care of the house, still manage my my work and my mental health and my marriage, I just kind of thought that that was the expectation slash that was the norm, genuinely. I mean, I know people share their struggles, which I'm so thankful when people share their struggles, but it's such a weird place to be, right? Like, how do you share that you're struggling when you have this biggest blessing? Caden was our rainbow baby. We had a loss that, you know, was two days before our 12 week, you know, um, 12 weeks of being pregnant. So thinking we're safe and whatnot, right. You, you assume first trimester you're, um, you know, you're out of that, that scary place. And we, we felt that way. And unfortunately we were not, um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty in terms of processing those emotions and moving forward um, and being able to understand the why. I know a lot of people are just still in that place of trying to understand the why and waiting is that the hardest thing ever. Um, but with Caden, here I was with this biggest blessing, um, you know, unexpectedly getting pregnant as quickly as we did and I was really struggling, and I almost felt like I wasn't allowed to because we had lost our first little one, because he was our rainbow baby, because he was a blessing. Um, you know, I worked from home, I had all these amazing perks to being a new mom, yet I was really struggling, and I think that outside of the first 14 days, I just kind of put on that smile, um, I also, my platform at the time was still very much, um, health and fitness with like the miscarriage sprinkled in there and, and pregnancy and things were starting to shift. I was in a new season that was hard and strange yet. I didn't have tips and tricks, right? I still don't really, but my platform started from a fitness health and fitness perspective where I was sharing my journey of health and fitness and giving all those tips. And here I was transitioning, but I remember waiting for my six week appointment in order to be able to show up on social media to show the health and fitness. Like that was what I thought was 1000% my purpose. I was basing everything like my value on my size. And I thought that all of you or everybody on Instagram per se found me of less value because I was postpartum or because I had a kid or uh, because I was not physically fit like I used to be. Um, So why would you take advice from me or why would you uh, want me as your coach? Yada, yada, yada since then, a lot of you guys know, I have transitioned more into lifestyle. I love it. Um, I do feel like I've been a little bit all over the place the last two years, just because I'm not sure, this might sound bad, but what social media is looking for, what all of you are looking for, which brings me to this postpartum journey. And I am finally leaning into the season of life that I am in unapologetically, like literally, I don't want to say I could care less because I genuinely love you all. I know I don't know most of you, probably 90% of you, if not more, but I appreciate you guys so much. And I know that might sound strange, but you have allowed me to do what I do, whether that's staying home, whether that's having the strength to share my, my story, whether it's the miscarriage, whether it's our struggles in our marriage, whether it is releasing my book, Um, opening up about my family, you guys have allowed me to dive deeper into my journey and my purpose, which in turn has allowed me to evolve. So I may have stamped myself with health and fitness because I genuinely love it. It's been something that I've always dove deeper into from an educational standpoint. I've always leaned into it from my own journey. I love helping others. That is literally my passion. And so being able to help others on their health and fitness journey, especially with my own journey to relate to whether it's restriction, whether it's dieting, whether it's transitioning from one workout, you know, type or style to another, just being able to talk somebody through their journey or lend them a helping hand or educate them. I love it so much, but this time with this postpartum, um, the baby blues hit me so hard, but in a way that I thankfully it was like 14 days. I feel like by like day twelve, I started to be able to wake up and actually have clear thoughts. Um, I was having very intrusive thoughts. So um they do tell you to let your doctor know. Thankfully, my one of my best friends, she is an OB, uh, an OBGYN. And so I kept texting her. I was like, okay, these are my current thoughts, my current emotions. You know, is this okay? I had no no thoughts of like hurting myself or anything. If that is you, um uh, definitely consult your doctor. You guys don't don't be afraid of some of the feelings or and don't assume you're going to have them. My thoughts were more of so here are my boys, right? And I think for the first time, I um, maybe not the first time, but here I was holding Conley, you know, a day or two old while playing with Caden. So I had one son in my arms while I had a two year old in front of me, and all of a sudden it was like that age gap was closed in a way. And I was like, oh my gosh, Caden was Conley's age, and now he's his age. And I wished away a lot of Caden's younger months. And I can say that openly now. I really struggled postpartum. I was not a fan of the newborn stage with Caden, whether it was his tummy issues, whether it was my own personal issues, not being able to show up on social media, which sounds so bad, but that's the season of life I was in. Um, Our marriage was really struggling. So there was a lot of resentment towards, I think, the newborn phase. Um, And so I think that I kind of just, You know, I used the crutch of, um, what was, what was it that everybody said? You know, um, oh, um, it gets better. Everybody kept saying it gets better. And that's the crutch that I used. And not that it was not good in the moment. It was just extremely hard. And I've told you guys, sometimes I fear hard work. And in those first few months, I would say the first five months for me with Kaden, I was in full-on survival mode because I was trying to replicate the life that I had before Kaden, and I kept trying to think that I was going to get back there. I kept trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to get back there? How am I going to get back into this workout routine? How am I going to get back into this routine with my my husband? Um, where does my business fall into here? And I really thought that I was just going to fall back into the steps that I had been before having a kid. But I was in a season of evolving. I needed to allow myself to evolve, to find new steps, to then be able to find a new route of how I was going to keep up with everything I was doing before, but allowing those things to shift and change. And so now, this time around with Conley, I'm holding him, recognizing that my boys are not getting any younger. Like, quite literally, every day growing and changing and learning and it's beautiful but it's also heart-wrenching and thankfully I'm doing better now because otherwise you guys (laughs) the waterworks would be spilling out because I just and you can lean into it right I fully leaned into it I cried I showed you guys on Instagram um that was really hard and it still is but what I've chosen now is to embrace it more um those middle of the night, it's almost like I honor the night times now. It's my my quiet time with Conley. Um when he wakes up, it's in a way you can look at it as it's a blessing, right? Like he's breathing and he's here and he's alive and I have this opportunity to wake up and hold him. Um you can also look at it the other way and be like, I am effing tired. I would love it if my husband got up to do this. Um but that has been my mindset my mindset shift. So I'm looking at it more from this perspective of This is the season that I'm in, and I will never be in this season again. Uh, We don't know if we're having more kiddos, but I will never be in this season with my two boys. And I want to lean into that. I want to enjoy these moments. I don't want to have to stress about how I've showed up on social media or how I have, what content I have, or how am I being perceived by others I am a full-time mama, I own multiple companies and a lot of the times I am doing it alone and that's okay, that's totally fine. I also know all of us have different journeys and I also know there's a lot of mamas that would love to be in my place. They would rather not be going into an office. I also know on the flip side, a lot of you mamas love being able to drop your kiddos off somewhere, leave to go to your job, and then you come back and you have undivided attention with your kids. We all have different journeys and we all have different outlooks and I say that with a little bit of, maybe you're recognizing a little bit of attitude, (laughs) but it's just because I um, have received a couple comments just about um, how I have it a lot easier than others and to each their own you guys genuinely to each their own uh, but I also know that I am entitled to my emotions I am entitled to my struggles so whatever I share on social media that's where I'm at and I'm at a place now that I, I, I don't want to just share based off what others want to see or hear um, I mean to an extent a lot of you guys who do support me I want to be able to lean into a little bit more of what I can help you with of course but I'm not going to Um, I'm not going to like feed into the energy of people who don't like what I'm sharing. If that makes sense. Um, anyways, I did receive a comment just about how, you know, I have it easier. I work from home. All I have to do for my job is post on social media. And I want to stand up for myself in that, in that aspect, because I, if you read my book, you know, I have searched my whole life for a title And while I might seem as just a quote-unquote influencer to others, I am so damn proud of where I'm at. I'm so proud of um, the roads that I've chosen to take. I'm so proud that I did choose crazy over easy because um, if you've been around for a long time, there have been relationships that I have left that would have been the easier route in some aspects. Um, There have been educational routes that would have been the easier choice for me had I gone that way. And I'm really proud about where I'm at leaving my desk job or, you know, whatever it may be. I cannot say that I have chosen the easier route. I really do believe I've chosen the harder, the crazier, but also the more rewarding I get to hopefully touch more lives and, um, you know, hopefully leaning into like those zoom calls and, and really expanding how I want to help others. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. So anyways, Um, that is a little bit of my, my energy towards people who want to compare one journey to the other. Just know that if you are going into your postpartum journey, um, you are entitled to everything you are feeling. So with that said with emotions, um, so with Conley, I definitely have felt um, just that sadness of, oh my gosh, my boys are are only getting older. And at the same time, it's really allowed me to look at Conley and appreciate these hard moments because of how fast it went with Kaden. Like literally, he's over two years old now and I cannot believe that. He has his new struggles, his new challenges for me as a parent and Casey and I as a marriage, but it has allowed me to look at Conley and be like, this is a season. As hard as some moments are, this is a season. Waking up three, four, five times a night, this is a season. And it does go so fast. And what's the saying? Um, like, the days are long, but the years are short. It is so true. Uh, so anyways, I've leaned into that. But another thing that I really struggled with in terms of intrusive thoughts, I, and again, this is just my my journey, but I had a lot of fears around what if something was to happen to me? Um, if the boys grow up and they don't know me. And those were the kind of thoughts that I was having. Um, like something was wrong with me or something was going to happen to me. Um, and then I also have moments where I'll walk out of the room and then I'll think, oh my gosh, what if this happened to Conley or what if this happened to Caden? Like while I left the room and then thinking of me losing one of them. Um, and I think that as a parent, we're always gonna have worries and anxieties, but my thoughts did get, um, just consuming to where then I would just cry and break down. And so I don't know if that's quote unquote normal. I talked to my best friend about it, who is a doctor. Um, and I did email my doctor just letting her know I was having some intrusive thoughts, but she did like her main concern was like, are you playing like, you don't want to hurt others or yourself. And absolutely not. It was just thoughts of like, oh my gosh, life, right? Like things happen. And that's where I think a lot of us, You have to lean into faith over fear. Um, But that's my honest, how I was feeling, and that's something that I think it was scary. Um, But in terms of how I'm feeling now, I also didn't know. It's like three out of five women will experience baby blues. Um, And some people, it's just kind of a sadness. It's just like your hormones drop so fast. It's also just sometimes a feeling of like, oh, I'm a little bit unstable. Like you want to cry. Or I have a girlfriend who's also postpartum right now. We're like 10 days apart. And uh, um, she said that she just had like really, like she just didn't feel like herself. And she kept having to tell her husband kind of like, you know, anything I say or do, or if I start crying out of nowhere, it's just because that's how i like, that's how all up and down I feel. She couldn't like pinpoint and like a, a reason for her emotions. So that's also normal with Conley. I straight up thought, or sorry, with Caden, I straight up thought that Casey didn't love me anymore <laughs> in the kitchen. I remember exactly where I was standing and I just started bawling and I looked at him and I was like, you don't love me anymore. So those are more of my feelings with, uh, Casey or with Caden towards Casey. Uh, and then in terms of our marriage, this has been such a huge question. And I'm going to do a QA and a with Casey about s- so many of the questions you guys have been having. Because we, we definitely struggled a lot with Caden postpartum in terms of our marriage. This time around, we have really, really kept the conversation open. So anytime I'm starting to feel resentment, which... I'm breastfeeding exclusively this time. So I did not do that with Kaden. I, we struggled breastfeeding. And um, so we always formula or uh, supplemented with formula. So K- Casey could help me a lot with Kaden. He could do bottle feedings. He could help me in the middle of the night. This time around, I'm exclusively breastfeeding. We have just recently, um, I just picked out bottles. I was trying to find a bottle that replicated breastfeeding. Again, I have a little bit of, and I don't want to like, you, I know. I don't want to use the word like PTSD lightly at all. Um, I have a little bit of, I'll uh, actually, a lot of anxiety around um, our previous journey with breastfeeding and bottle feeding and everything. There was a, a time when I actually had to syringe feed Caden because all of a sudden my supply dried up. We were in Palm Springs and he was refusing his bottle and I was by myself. Casey was not with me. And so here I am in the middle of the night by myself syringe feeding him because I only had one bottle. Like that was, or I had multiple, but of one kind. And the next day I went to Target after, you know, spending hours in the middle of the night, um, syringe feeding him and I bought every single bottle you can imagine, turns out, so if you're a new mama, I did not know this. Turns out he just wanted a faster flow. He was at a point where he no longer wanted the newborn, and I didn't know that there were different size nipples. I had no clue there were different size nipples. And so anyways, he wanted a faster flow on the bottle, so he was just getting irritated that every time he went to grab the bottle, barely anything was coming out. So long story short, I have a little bit of trauma from all of it. Um, I never thought I'd be syringe feeding my kiddo because of bottle rejection. I can understand maybe from like an illness or something. So anyways, this time around I've just been a little bit, um, nervous and apprehensive and that's my, my own journey. So anyways, we have decided on bottles we're using or attempting. And so Casey can hopefully help at some point. Um, so that's been a big difference with Casey feels very helpless because he's not helping with feedings or, um, you know, I'll feed, Conley and I'll be like can you burp him but then we also have a toddler now running around and Caden has been very much mom like only wants mom and that has been so hard because my mama heart is breaking when I see him playing by himself when I normally would be playing with him. Um, I know that that's normal. Uh, independent, independent play is great, but then those are moment, there are the moments that he actually needs me or that I'm actually usually there and I can't be because I'm feeding Conley or I'm caring for Conley because he's crying. So I'm really trying my best to switch my language so that nothing is like, oh, I'm so sorry, Kate, and I can't be there because of brother. I don't want Conley to be the reason in Caden's mind as to why mama can't help, but that has been really, really difficult. I, um, you know, Caden has preschool twice a week for two hours. So that's wonderful that he can go and have that social emotional development. But otherwise I'm at home by myself with the kiddos all day, every day. We don't have other help. Um, Casey doesn't get paternity leave. Uh, he went back to work the day we brought home Conley at six thirty on a Sunday and Casey was at work the next day at seven thirty. So, um, that's just not, um, offered to him and that's fine. Um, it's hard, but yeah, it's me and the boys and that's the season that I am in. And so in terms of me allowing myself to lean into this season, it's something I just need to do for myself, but it's also something that I feel like I want to like let other mamas know that that's okay to be there and that's what you're supposed to. I actually saw... I don't know if you guys follow Jenna Kutcher, but she had multiple miscarriages before her first little one. And she was on her podcast. It's called, um, the gold digger. And she was talking about how after they had their first, she actually took an entire year, an entire year where she just had like automatic responses on granted. She has a lot of like funnels for her business. She's way up there and whatnot, but she knew that she needed to focus on her family and being a mom because you have one, like one time, one opportunity, right? Like your little ones are only little for so long. You only have a newborn for so long. I think a lot of us have heard that audio, like, oh, we only have little kids for four years. Um, and it's really hard in today's society, like what I talked about last week. What are we chasing, right? So if we're keeping up with the Joneses or if we're chasing something, it's really hard to be in the moment. It's very hard to be present. And then I know for me. I, I'm sharing my life. I'm choosing to share my life. I understand that. But to have the comments or the people assuming they know my life or assuming they know my family or assuming they know the financial dynamics, it's exhausting. Um, but I also don't, I, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to justify anything. And I'm not, if, if they want to create their own story in their head, that is totally fine. Cause I know the truth. And so that's where Casey if you guys know Casey he's honestly probably the best human being I've ever met in my entire life that does not mean I don't get frustrated with my husband (laughs) that does not mean that I don't resent him at times but in terms of a human being he is phenomenal and I can always trust him to tell me like his honest opinion and when I tell him certain things I come from a place of worry like oh my gosh Casey people are saying these things about myself or our family or you know my mom and dad or whatever and he looks at it and he's like but champ like you know, the truth, we know the truth. Like none of that is, is true. And if they want to think that that's fine. He's like, what does it do for you? He's like, it's not questioning your integrity. It's just them questioning your storyline and what they think. So I have had to kind of lean that way. Um, but in terms of resentment right now, Casey really can only help in the middle of the night with like, he's helping with diaper changes, which is so awesome there's been a few nights where if you guys have, I've said it, that man can fall asleep in the blink of an eye, like literally in the blink of an eye and he sleeps like a rock. So there are nights when I'm like, all right, Hey, me and more, um, I'm going to go to the bathroom. If you can just change his, his diaper. And I'm like hitting him, you know, like, okay, hello. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And he's talking in his sleep. Like the man does not get up. Our child is screaming. I've turned on the hatch light. Like I look at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like this kid makes a no a noise with his nose and I'm awake because that's just I don't know if it's a maternal instinct or what. But when it is, you know, 130 in the morning, 330 in the morning, 415, I can't always be the nicest person. So I wake up and I'm in a bad mood and I'm frustrated. But as opposed to the first time around where I would hold that in, I give myself a little bit of time. So the other day I was in the worst mood for probably the first 45 minutes and just kind of being a brat. And finally I looked at him and I said, okay, I'm frustrated. You did not help me last night. You did not get up. So I woke up, I was in a bad mood, but I want to make it a great day. It's beautiful outside. It was like a Saturday or Sunday. And I was like, but I also need you to know that it was really frustrating that you didn't help me. So I said it, I said it in a kind way. I also followed up with saying I wanted to have make it a great day and have a great family day. But I let him know in that moment, as opposed to going about my entire day kind of ignoring him because that's what I did the first 30 to 45 minutes of us waking up and he knew something was wrong but I also feel like if he was to ask me I would have just been like I'm fine because that's what I always say I don't know about you guys but I'm like I'm fine because sometimes I don't know how to find my words or I don't know what it is that I would have wanted him to do and that's what I've tried to change this time around is last time I kept saying, I need help or I need more. And he legitimately said that he needed to know what that meant. So I need you to get up and change the baby's diaper. I need you to go fill up my water bottle. I need you, whatever, not to have it be bossing around. Cause I told him, I was like, I don't want to sound, you know, um, needy or, uh, Uh, like micromanaging and he's like no like I he's like I need a little bit more direction so if it is hey can you possibly switch the laundry and and fold it or whatever because he said he's like I feel helpless I can't help with the feeding Caden only wants me right now so that's been a little bit better with between us is really communicating and then another thing is we are trying to find little moments here and there so date nights just are not a part of things right now they're not happening but you know he grabbed a bottle of wine and we shared a glass of wine because wine alcohol is hitting me real fast these days and with me breastfeeding it's definitely harder but taking little moments to share a glass of wine or the other night we went down in our deck because it was a beautiful evening and we sat down there for like an hour after the boys went down and just talked and talked about the boys but then talked about other things that we want for our future and kind of going back off of last week you know what are we chasing kind of talking about our goals. And now that we're this, you know, little family of four and family of six with the dogs being able to reflect on it together. Um, so that's been really great. times have been really hectic with getting both the boys ready for bed. Um, it felt really negative for a while. Like you could just feel this energy where Conley's crying, Caden's fussing because he only wants mom, but Casey can't feed Conley. And, you know, I'm trying to do bath time for Kaden, but Casey's holding Conley. Gosh, you guys, all these C's, you're probably all over the place, but, um, it felt very negative and it felt very draining. So we would get both boys down and we both just would like, I'd go out in the living room and pump. He'd go outside and do yard work. And finally we communicated like, Hey, We need to switch this up so that when we put the boys down, we now can take some time together. Maybe it's watching a show. Maybe it's finishing the football game that's on, but not just going our separate ways to continue checking things off the list. So that has been a big thing also, because I think a lot of us at the end of the day, you want to feel accomplished, right? And we each have things to do. And with Casey getting home at 530 or six and the boys going down at seven, it doesn't leave him a lot of time to get outside and get a few chores done that have to get done. Um, but we've made that switch the last few days and it's been so nice to almost feel joy at seven when we're like, wow, heck yes. Like look what we just did as opposed to, okay, great. I'm going to go outside and get this done or, or whatever. It's more of a communication of, Hey, I need to go outside and water the plants for 20 minutes. Do you want to do X, Y, and Z? And then let's sit down and watch this or whatever. So I don't know. I think it's hard and communication can feel so awkward but it's been better. I know a lot of you guys have been asking about that because we, I don't want to say we talked about, like we never talked about divorce after Caden, but it was just this like, oh, will we ever get back there? Um, And if you are in the thick of it right now and you just feel like maybe you're, you know, you're feeling like you never know if your marriage is going to get back to where it's going to be, just like anything else, it's going to take work. Um, But I really do think that, similar to what I said at the beginning of this, it's not try not to focus on it getting back into the steps of what you had before but what are the new steps what's the new path that's going to allow you to continue to evolve taking some of the pieces of the before relationship but allowing it to expand into where you're at now so that's very similar to what I was feeling with Kaden I thought I had to fall back into my exact steps I was doing before because that's what was expected right my business my job my my clients everything the health and fitness um, uh, persona or image, if you will, I had to get back to this certain size and post certain videos, whatever it is. But I wasn't, I what? nothing is meant to go back to exactly how it was supposed or how it was before. And I wasn't meant to go back to how I was before I grew, I became a mom. I added a, a hat to my repertoire and I added a title and, um, you know, more tools to my toolbox. And I think that's really important to also recognize in your marriage. It's not supposed to go back to how it was. It's not supposed to go back to the exact same footsteps and the exact same rhythm and the exact same intimacy pattern, all of those things, things have to change. They have to evolve. But I think it's also recognizing what are some qualities that you want to maintain and hold on to, but how can they, how can they show up in your new relationship? So hopefully when Casey and I hop onto the Q and a, we can chat about all of that. Um, But for the most part, that is definitely my postpartum update. Marriage is doing better. Baby blues hit me so hard. Um, But I'm leaning into the season that I'm in, and I'm finding joy in it. I really love it. It's an absolute cluster. I'm not going to lie. I am surviving. (laughs) I am not thriving. But I also feel good about me and where I'm at. And that, I think, is the ultimate goal for me. Because a lot of times, I do find validation in others. I find validation through the likes and the comments and that kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode I just want you guys to know that you choosing to show up and be here and whether it is a like or a comment or sharing something or downloading my podcast that is all those those are all forms of supporting me so I know I do giveaways using my links but please know how much all that other stuff how much it means because it just I don't know It's just so appreciated that you guys are here on this journey with me. And hopefully through some of the stuff moving forward, I can be on more of your guys' journeys. I I really want to figure out how to create my platform to go a little bit more that direction. So I will, uh, when Casey and I do the Q&A, dive deeper into postpartum questions. And then maybe I will do like an Ask Me Anything on Instagram. And I can uh, venture that way. Um, Another thing that has really, really helped me this time around is beforehand we had our glider out in our living room which we still have it out there so in the middle of the night I would wake up go into the nursery change Caden's diaper go into the living room and feed him and then bring him back into our room This time, I have everything in our room. So I have a rocking chair, I have the changing table, the hatch light, everything that I need. And so I feel less alone, even though Casey's not, quote unquote, I mean, he's helping, he's changing the diaper, but he's not doing feedings. I just feel less alone. Like I can look up and there he is and the dogs are in there and I'm not just out in this living room by myself. And also I feel like it's not as hectic for the baby. So wake him up, change him right there and then re-swaddle him after feeding and it's just like all within 10 steps of each other. So that has been huge. Um, I also our the little rocking chair that we got. I just got it on Amazon. I love our glider cause I can fit like both boys in there, but I love that our rocking chair it's snug kind of. And so it just like when I put the breast, the, um, snuggle me like breastfeeding pillow around me, when I put that around me, it kind of holds me in. And so it holds me to the chair. So I just feel more secure and comfortable and cozy as opposed to like, Oh, I need to prop a pillow under my arm or I need to do this. It just fits me better. So, um, I don't know. I think that's really important to make yourself comfortable in the middle of the night and, uh, feel cozy, have a blanket with you so that it doesn't feel so much like a, like a chore because after a few nights it can get kind of lonely and mundane and you're tired and exhaustion kicks in. So anyways that is all I have I know I probably forgot so many things oh yeah duh physically um so really quickly thankfully with it being a natural delivery I had way less um like birthing I don't want to call it birthing trauma I had way less recovery so one thing Caden came out sunny side up so that's where he was face up so I it's like spine to spine. So his spine was against my tailbone. So I literally had a bruised tailbone for two or three weeks. So the first three or four days after we had Caden, I could barely walk. Um, and then I also had tearing and the epidural just, you know, makes you feel funny. I mean, I love the epidural for a lot of reasons, but it made me feel kind of funny this time around, uh, with it being a natural birth and you can go back and listen to the birth story. It was wild, but, uh, with it being a natural birth, my i like knew how to push if that makes sense like i could f- legitimately feel my body was like oh this is what you need to do whereas with the epidural i was just kind of like okay I, I i can feel the pressure and that's when they're like okay bear down push this time i was like hello beautiful nurses and doctor i am about to push and they were like no not yet and i was like oh yes <laughs> yes i am so i feel like my body knew what it was doing so anyways in turn i actually did not tear um and i have no idea if that's why it could honestly be cuz second baby and whatnot, but I did not tear. So I did not have any of that healing. Um, if you are planning postpartum, I highly recommend the Frida, the Frida kit. I think it's F-R-I-D-A. Get all of it. Like the witch hazel, the perinatal bottles, the ice pack, um, pad, if you will. But I didn't need any of that this time around, which was wonderful, but I've been there. Totally needed it the first time for a good I don't even know how long, um, TMI. I am still, I'm still bleeding, not badly, but, um, I am, so I'm some three and a half weeks postpartum and that's very normal. Um, and otherwise I was able to like, after I did my skin to skin and Casey was holding Conley, I got off the bed and went to the bathroom and that, that to me was just wild. Like I was able to go pee and move my body, Um, So from a recovery standpoint, it has been a thousand times better. I had a lot of pressure and pain like in my bum because um, that's just where I felt like, I don't know, that's where I felt all the pressure. So afterwards I was like, oh, my bum feels really sore. So from a pain perspective, um, I was definitely sore. It was not like, oh, let's get up and be physical. I went for my first walk with Casey last weekend. So we were two weeks postpartum. Um, and my body feels good. I do not feel any need or desire to work out yet. I still have, I don't even think I'm cleared until like seven and a half weeks. Like that's my, my postpartum appointment, but I feel good. And I'm really thankful because I think that my emotions were so all over the place that if I wasn't feeling good physically, I think it would have been really hard. So if that is you, if you're just really struggling with the physical aspect maybe you had a c-section or maybe you had a really rough delay rough delivery and you're sore and you have tears like hemorrhoids gosh all of it um just know that that is normal i did get a hemorrhoid with caden and i think i still have it to be honest i'm not entirely sure i would think i'd probably know but a lot goes on down there and this is all tmi but i don't want any of you guys to feel alone if you're gonna go through it but don't fear any of it it's so weird even after having a natural birth it's almost like I knew it was the worst pain of my life because I literally told Casey that there was a moment where I just wished that I was going to pass out but I don't remember the pain if that makes sense like biologically we are wired to do this you will get through it natural epidural c-section whatever it is it is all beautiful it is all challenging and we're badasses for doing it I'm not gonna lie it's a incredible thing um But yeah, that is where I'm at. So three and a half weeks postpartum, still recovering, taking my time emotionally, physically, mentally, but leaning into this season of life. And I'm really proud of myself. So I'm excited where everything is, where things are going in terms of life, where things are going in terms of my business. Um, Everything just feels good and um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling a lot, Uh, but it's a good struggle. I meant to be here and I'm okay with that. I'm in a place of a little bit of struggle, but I can just feel more growth coming around the corner and more learning. So I'm excited for you guys to be here for it. As always, email me with questions, whatever it may be. I would love to, um, you know, give you guys or provide whatever I can. So thank you for being here as always, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Ann Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.